So this is what was happening. The shopping element of adoptive parents was rooting itself in the system as well. And soon the state of Iowa began to administer mental tests to all children placed for adoption to ensure that, quote, feeble-minded children were not permanently placed in family homes. Welcome back to Rock Hard Caucus, the award-winning podcast in and about the state of Iowa. Yesterday was uh, Iowa's 176th birthday. Did you know that, Evan? I did not know that, but that's really important information to know. <laughs> it is, yeah. We, we were going to record something yesterday, but uh, all week we've all been suffering from excessive amounts of dark VUCA. Mm-hmm. We're having so we serious, delay. stormy, stormy, <laughs> opaque VUCA happening. <laughs> <laughs> the VUCA is enveloping us every day. I'll give you some examples of, of the VUCA that we've been suffering. So, you know, Stella has a new baby. And the new baby has been chewing on all the wires in her house. Yeah. So she, ca- she can't get on the internet right now. Right through the microphone cord, right through the headphone cord. Yeah. Well, I'm just explaining yeah, yeah. to the listeners why it's just you you and me right now, Evan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, please donate to the Patreon so we can get our new <laughs> microphone and new, <laughs> to, <a> new headset. <laughs> to overcome the effects of VUCA, yeah. we'll need a lot of And also of money. to pay for a dentist for her kid <laughs> who doesn't have any teeth yet, but... <laughs> yeah. He's like, what is he, two weeks old now? Yeah, I he's think just, so. He's biting through wires with his, just his impressive. gums. His <laughs> baby really gums. Impressive. Yeah. Uh, Natalie, she's not here. Um, I don't know if you know this, but she keeps all of her money in her mattress. She doesn't hmm. trust the banks. I mean, I can see how that might be something you would want to do in this day and age, but <laughs> yeah, not something I subscribe to. She, the other day she woke up and all the money was gone. Hmm. Stolen by some VUCA forces. Wow. So she's right now, she's on a cross country adventure to recover her stolen cash yeah wow and we don't know where chuck is he's definitely not at a hockey game i think he was at the hockey game last night i think he's just skipping out tonight <laughs> that's true i just didn't want to write a new thing uh, okay <laughs> uh, another thing i need to address before we get started on the episode proper um we will be doing another ray gun christmas uh secret santa exchange but again we've been prevented from completing all of the tasks in time for christmas we've been blocked yeah by vuka no, absolutely nothing we could have done <laughs> too much no VUCA. the vuka gets in the way you got a good plan and vuka always comes to fuck it up it's a shame <laughs> so to fill in since you know just me and evan is too boring we don't want to just do a two-person thing we've tried it before and it's it's always like the it's too boring we're the least exciting yeah. people on yeah. the podcast. Again, no one no one asks for a Justin and Evan episode. <laughs> yeah. But we've made some new friends uh, to end the 2022 podcast uh, calendar with. Uh, from the Ain't Shit show, we've got Ivy and Marcos here to join us tonight. Hey, what's up, losers? Hell yes. <laughs> I, uh, I gotta ask, is VUCA your version of the mayor? The mayor. Yeah. So, like, the homies, <laughs> which is, you know, 
for us. me and Ivy, us. And, yeah. You know, actually, the way that our <laughs> us podcast, and our associates, really. Yeah, our, the, oh, okay. This thing of ours, you know. This uh, thing anyway. of ours <laughs> um, <laughs> that we essentially, call. Yeah, podcast thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> essentially, anytime anything goes bad, it's the mayor. The mayor's doing yeah, it. Yeah, it's like the mayor. The, the capital M mayor. Yeah, the mayor. Not not your mayor, not my yeah, mayor. It's not the, the mayor, mayor of Iowa or whatever. It's yeah. not the mayor mm-hmm. of San Bernardino yeah. or whatever awful tech place there is. It's That's just good, the mayor. Because we got, we got major beef with the mayor of Iowa. You should. You should. He's yeah. responsible that guy for a sucks. lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the mayor of every... There's not one mayor that's good. There's no such thing. If you're a good person and a mayor, you've, you've chosen... You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. You make a yeah. choice. So you yeah. can't... You can't <laughs> You can't be a good person and a mayor. Exactly. Right, that's that way. Right. Yeah. But, uh, exclusive. Yeah. But is that, that's, that's what I was picking up when you guys were putting down uh, VUCA. Yeah. So VUCA, we've been on a, a VUCA kick lately. Can we explain VUCA? Absolutely. For the listeners at home, obviously, who don't yeah. know what it is. It's, it's actually the secret to living in the 21st century, <laughs> okay. uh, according to this documentary that I the watched recently. Theory. So, um, uh, if you've ever used Plex, uh, it's All software that I mainly use for pirating <laughs> movies no, and totally TV shows. Totally legal watching of shows and movies. Yeah, yes. I actually yes. invented Plex. Yeah. So, for my you know, legal backup, I'm the creator of Plex, open source. That was Thank my. You. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I appreciate that. Hey, can yeah. I get a discounted lifetime Plex pass for me, uh, Marcos? Yeah, I'll talk, I'll talk yeah. to the mayor. I'll talk to the yeah, mayor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, if you're not watching pirated content on there, there is a free free live TV section that has a bunch of garbage on it. Mostly, yeah. you can watch like oh, old yeah. episodes of Jerry Springer. Um, there's we like, love garbage television. Oh yeah, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that. That's they have a great show, very entertaining. An Alf, it, yeah, they do. Yeah, they have like a cartoon Alf. They have an Alf cartoon, which I've never even heard of. <laughs> um, they have like Antiques Roadshow. If you want to watch Antiques Roadshow twenty four seven, you can do that. No, which I don't. Yeah, I mean, not many do. <laughs> uh, anyway, I was with my That's girlfriend, and we culture, were just. Actually. Uh, oh, we were really? just. I'm sorry. Going to hear through. That. <laughs> we're from antiquing country. <laughs> Listen, man, we got antique stores is. down here too. We just uh, we just don't make a big deal of it down here in in uh, <laughs> the you know <clears throat> the south. <laughs> it's part of our identity. Actually, yeah. Where are you from, Ivy? Yeah, I know Marcos <laughs> is over in like the the Bay Area, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, Marcos. Marcos is the Bay. I'm from the mountains, actually, out east. Um, mm-hmm. I grew up, lived almost my whole life on a farm uh, in the middle of nowhere in like the central Appalachian region. <laughs> yeah. So. Not to dox my mom or anything, because she's still living there. But. When uh, John Devner was singing about mountain mamas, he was he had specifically Ivy in mind. Yeah, so. it was me. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fat tits, huge cock. That's what he had in mind. <laughs> Precisely. Mountain yeah. mamas, take me home. That's, that's in yeah, the lyrics. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> no, Babuka. Go. I want to. I wanted to. Yeah, I want to hear more about this concept. Right. So, uh, there is a channel on there for documentaries, and there is a documentary called, it's literally called VUCA, The Secret to Living in the 21st Century. Mm. And so, we clicked on that because it looked, I was like, what the fuck is VUCA? It's V-U-C-A. Okay, uh, yeah, that's what my next question was going to be. So yeah, it's an acronym. It's, it's a very low-budget documentary, but... Uh, 
it's got like a bunch of like military generals and shit in it and like we caught it like halfway through but apparently VUCA is like a military acronym that was like developed after the fall of the Soviet Union and it stands for volatility uncertainty complexity and ambiguity Mm. and apparently this is the lens so basically not knowing what the fuck is going on yeah it's basically like if you're like a really rich and powerful person and then like you're used to you know like (laughs) cold war you know like we're good guys soviet russia is bad then like it suddenly like there's no more soviet union and like the world is like kind of scary and it's kind of like you're not sure what's going on so you like create this acronym and then like you use that as like the lens through which you see the world and like global politics. And it this explains goop, everything. It's just goop for right wing military nerds. <laughs> <laughs> essentially like, <laughs> essentially yes. It rocks. Wait, is goop it's an very acronym? Funny. Is, is that supposed to stand for something? Uh Gwyneth Paltrow I imagine it's the GMP. Like, yeah, it's the Gwyneth. Ooh, Paltrow. Paltrow. <laughs> that's kind of all I got. <laughs> when I, when I yes. really think about it, that's yes. it. <clears throat> yeah. That's exactly anyway, right. The got documentary was fucking hilarious. They were like, <laughs> they, the way they use the word VUCA, I think, I don't know if Justin has a trailer, but uh, it's, it's I do very actually. funny as well. You want me to uh, play it? We can, yeah, go ahead. And let's watch that. Let's get a taste yeah. of what this is really all about. Yeah, let me pull this up. Uh, but yeah, the, the way they use VUCA, like they they would like show clips of nine eleven, and they would like talk about like <laughs> these people like jumped out of these buildings to their death, and then they would like cut to a talking head, and he'd be like, "This was a very VUCA, was VUCA. moment <laughs> in the history of our country." I imagine like the, 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 the pointing, the you know, I'm talking about the pointing meme, and it's like VUCA. Yeah, yeah. Oh no! Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so this is the trailer. Oh, yeah, here we go. Go for it. The year 2020 was like the big bang of chaos, crisis, and rapid change. It was a massive wake-up call. The way we used to do life is no longer working. Has the world gone crazy? Everything's hitting us at once. It's so overwhelming. Unpredictable. Exhausting. What is this? Somebody what is this? The first thing you need to do is give it a name. <laughs> we're going through and all of us this are going through it right now feels like a commercial Luka. for Luka. uh like what's fucking Luka? it's, it's Luka. a military secret. what's the name of that scientology branch that's like hyper dedicated to focusing on like cleansing yourself it's like see something and it's accelerating this looks like a commercial for sea org oh i 100 percent made that same connection when we're in i forgot this is a two and a half minute trailer yeah, I mean, <laughs> this is just How a taste is the of like documentary. The, it's like it's two like hours long, or yeah, okay. an hour that's, and a half. That's actually kind we of fair. A the fair length. Surviving and thriving in the 21st century. So my we're getting ready for our exodus into Xanadu. Yes. Look at modern sages of Luca. We're getting clear. We're getting clear with ultra right wing paramilitary general John Joseph. Uh, fucking jingle from negative <laughs> in a positive way. It's critical to flip the script on VUCA. Are those guys identical or what yes? Was that? They were having a conversation. So the thing with VUCA, as he mentioned, you can flip it from a negative VUCA to the uncertainty and complexity, uh, but you can flip that into a positive thing, basically taking advantage of opportunities. 
for yeah, people see? who can master these VUCA conditions than there's ever before. Well, well, he looks like right? a dark yeah. Marshall yeah. Applewhite. So, there's also so I was right about this basically being a Sea Org commercial, right? Because this guy is basically like trying to do a very capitalist mind focused approach to like mental health and wellness and like mindset and shit. Yeah. Very cool. It's so good. Me, the tidal wave is coming. Wow. And essentially. It would have been so funny if the tidal wave. It would have been so funny if the tidal wave said racism. That just would have been perfect. I just just wanted to add that. Whoa, racism's coming. Fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson meme. Racism. So, uh, mind- so yeah i'm vuka pilled now i'm vuka mindset <laughs> i'm i'm fully on board uh you can watch the whole thing for free on plex so it is it is on there uh, if you'd like to delve into it more uh a few more other facts about the uh vuka documentary was it was directed by a man named chris nolan which i feel oh. like is what? a chris yeah. nolan yeah. chris nolan which i feel like is like a trying to be sneaky <laughs> but i i googled him and he has basically one other credit and it's for a musical rock opera or rock musical web series so called I Kissed project a- <laughs> essentially it's called <laughs> i kissed a vampire and it's like a teenage rock musical about kissing vampires uh and that's really his actually, main credit i'm familiar i'm familiar with i've kissed a vampire. are they uh, lesbian vampires no really? they're not it's fuck it's, oh. it's extremely hetero that's yeah it seemed pretty hetero i did that sucks dude this yeah. is not i did for look me. up some I'm of only the, looking some for of the uh, baiting stuff music videos at this point <laughs> in my life <laughs> Um, Chris Nolan also appears in the documentary himself multiple mm-hmm. times, cool. and there's one scene where he literally describes a hero's journey, like the concept yep. of a hero's journey, yeah, that thing for that, like uh, 15 minutes. Did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The hero is transformed like, hey, through his this, journey. I read this book by Young. <laughs> I'm not gonna credit it yeah. at all. <laughs> there's a whole section that's like. Talking about the importance of stories in ah, order yeah. for us to like mm-hmm. understand VUCA. Mm. Like, look at yeah. your own life as a hero's journey, and then you will get through. Wow, the almost VUCA. like you're the main character of your own life, bro. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> it's another way to avoid confronting material reality yeah. and like building more strange abstractions. It's the, it's the dialectical, but with it's like dialectical materialism, but without materialism. Yeah, it's the dialect of I'm scared versus I'm excited. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Which one am I more in this moment? Which one do I want to be right now? How do I flip the script on my own brain? I can't to to have different delusions. When I meet people that are like way into VUCA stuff, like unironically into the shit, I can't hate only because I do the same thing. But I do it in stupider ways. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I don't know about that. What's, no, well, what's your VUCA? My, my VUCA is homies. It's the homie shit. It's the homie ideology. <laughs> it's not it's, stupider. It's, That's way more base. That sounds way smarter. Yeah. <laughs> no, our, see, our ideology is having friends is good. Yeah. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. It's a good place. Yeah, good foundation. I'm definitely. That yeah. does seem like a better way to deal with the volatility and uncertainty of modern society. Yeah, no, because they have a lot of homies. The thing about like homie, where it gets weirder is you get like into like what I right now. My thing that I've been way into is capitalizing on, uh, like people love a lot of people talk about the marketplace of ideas, right? And mm-hmm. I hate it because it's stupid. It's a dumb concept because like 
yeah, anyways, but regardless, marketplace of ideas, that leads the, that means that you can speculate on ideologies. That means you can just make new ideologies and do pump and dumps on ideologies. Mm, sure. So that's mm-hmm. what yeah, I've it's been like that to- fucking what was that recent one that hit the news because of the fucking FTX guy, fucking effective altruism. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm trying the, to do the, that. The, I know better. We have to mm-hmm. plan for this horrible event that might occur 900 years from yeah. now. And I'm justified in making billions of dollars because I'm actually looking farther forward to the future where, than you are. Right. Yeah. My, favorite, my favorite thing is those guys are like essentially eugenicists. Right. Basically. Like always, no matter what, they're always yeah. eugenicists. And they're like, we're selecting for yep. more... Uh, intelligent people and then they all have autism people like (laughs) (laughs) not not one of them has like a shred of emotional intelligence i say this as somebody with autism by the way i'm letting struggle i'm saying this as someone who is a full schizophrenic right like they (laughs) i don't i like i have much more emotional intelligence than any of these guys and i'm a literal psycho like i'm on anti-psychotics like literally right It's it's ridiculous. (laughs) I'm glad you brought up the FTX thing because there was one small news story I wanted to make sure I mentioned on today's show. Uh, This is from the Cedar Rapids Gazette written by Aaron Murphy. Crypto bros donated to Iowa Democrats in 2022. Huh. So the the FTX thing, it's got... Uh, it's got its fingers in a lot of pies. Yeah, wasn't uh, wasn't what's his face? Who was that uh, cha- progress for change or something guy? Uh, Sean McElwee. Sean, Sean, yeah, Sean McElwee. Yeah, that's, you know, that's the playbook, uh, he, right? Like, he like the he was the one like like that created all those like tendrils and stuff like that that reached out onto a lot of those lo- local organizations, and he was like getting all that money from dudes like Sam Bankman Freed. That were like, you know, I'm giving money away. And in fact, he was like donating money illegally, basically, because yeah, he was yeah. like. <laughs> and and speaking of gambling on ideologies, he was doing right. That. <laughs> yeah. That's the that's the playbook, though, like legitimately. Yeah, effective altruism, the, democratic socialism. All those are boring. I don't know. It's it all boring. All Listen, I, I got some new ones. I got some new ones. All right. Okay, There's okay. radical militant homeism. Yes. All right. <laughs> and essentially, that's the. it can be summed up by the mantra. Hey, pal, fuck you you i'm your friend anyways right yeah. like that's it that's yeah, we're better. friendly like i don't that's care better if you don't than effective be- altruism uh, i like it there's anti-norway action yes. which is essentially it's reverse it's like reverse 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 racism like uno reverse card on reverse race i don't know how to explain it but the idea is that like the western latin countries are essentially going to invade first norway and work their way into europe and recolonize and that's and we're gonna wipe Europe the off re, re, the re re conquista. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh, called flipping the VUCA script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. exactly. That's uh, right. We're on the same page. There's an overall based workers economy, which essentially means that like you're allowed to participate in the economy, and like you know, essentially it's like communism, but you have to wear overalls. If you're not wearing overalls, you don't have a real job. Get the fuck out of here. If your job is an email job. And you don't wear overalls to work. Sorry, pal. It's just not going <laughs> to. If you wear some overalls, you throw some overalls on that bitch. You yeah, know, and you these are much better ideologies yeah. already, You're allowed, obviously. Totally allowed. 
Um, so any anyone can okay. just add overalls to yeah. their working so form, I, and it's okay. I, I, I have yes. to admit, I have a, yes. a boring that's, email that's job, but that. I do have some coveralls. Uh, there you are go. Those, are those good enough? enough? Yeah. Okay. yeah, no, yeah, coveralls are fine. Yeah. Um, okay, I you. used coveralls a lot back there's, on the farm. You know, they they help keep you warm. They're nice, yes. tough fabric. Oh, for sure. It's durable. Especially in these Iowa winters, am I right, folks? Yeah, you guys get tough winters, don't you? Like, back in the lowest I've ever seen personally is like negative three. Oh, without yeah. a wind chill. It was negative We killed 14. that this week. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, no, I heard about week. that. Jesus. Well, yeah, oh, and Jesus. for most of the upper Midwest. And <laughs> what about whatever. all the corn? <laughs> uh, corn's out <laughs> of the ground. Yeah. Uh, no, okay. Corn's uh, gone. Good. I was worried about Corn's yeah, been yeah. harvested. Yeah, that was... They <laughs> That's take more of a fall that, thing. Yeah. Uh, so the next one would be political clout economy. And that's essentially where we... That's no, us. Yeah. We are, we are essentially we're creating these like giant political e- economies based on like Twitch streams and stuff. It's us doing it, and then everyone who works will either work for us or be a direct competitor against us. And our, you know what I'm saying? And that's that's the future of work and, and like the economy. The way it's going to work is everyone, uh, everyone, literally everyone works for Twitch, YouTube, or some kind of like streaming <laughs> platform. And we all make money. And if you don't, if you don't have the sauce or you're not rizzed up enough to like get on <laughs> on top of like and talk to people, then you work at like behind the scenes as like an editor or something. You know what I'm saying? And that's your job. Yeah. And yeah. there's no more. No, no one does any uh, like, you know, no one works Labor. at the gas station unless they're streaming at the gas station. They're like, yo, what's up? <laughs> Welcome back to 7-Eleven, boy. You know what I mean? Like that's and that's how it works. That's the future of uh, the second one. This is I'm doing all the left ones first because the right ones are far more fun. But okay. uh, there's so this noited, is light VUCA. We'll yeah, go yeah. dark VUCA. Uh, mm-hmm. Noited anti, uh, noited anti elaborationism. Okay. So essentially, anti elaboration footage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anti elaborationism is. I I refuse to elaborate. If you want to know yeah. about it, it's too fucking bad. Elaborate um, on that. No. Yeah. No. No. Thank you. Yeah. And then so noited <laughs> means David like Lynch no. I, thing. Yeah. Noited means I have proof. I know. But I, I'm not telling you shit, pal. Yeah. <laughs> You've seen footage. I know about it. Yeah, I've seen footage. Exactly. I'm, not, I'm not saying shit about it. Fucking just Google it, bitch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's the Unga Bunga working class solidarity movement. Um, essentially, it's just the Flintstones, but everyone is in a union. Right, so like all the dinosaurs and it's the Flintstones, but everyone's in a union. I thought you were going to something to do with uh, Silvio Berlusconi. <laughs> no, no, no. So there everyone at least twenty ideologies here. The Unga Bunga mindset has I'm nothing not to do with all of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no way. Uh, let's talk. My favorite one though is the um, exclusionary bounce house uh, homieism. Right. So do you, you know about the cathedral? Do you know about like the the evil nerds in the cathedral? Do you know about that? Is that like, like it, a vampire's it, castle? So the Vampire Castle is the um, lefty version of it, but the cathedral is like the mold bug. Do you know who mold bug is? I, I don't want to get, I don't want to like expose your, anyone to deep <laughs> to psychic damage, but Mencius mold bug is this like I, I've guy. Heard of Mench, yeah. Yeah. Mench he's not, is... that's not his real name. That's like, he made it up. What was okay. his Curtis Yarvin? I yeah. Think Curtis Yarvin, name. which is a cooler name. What like, it sounds like 50 cent and a, and a car company had a baby. That's what it sounds like. Uh, <laughs> But uh, (laughs) like he is talking about like the crystal building, the crystal cathedral, which is that like, oh, was that the thing he was talking about with like the elves and shit? Oh, no, 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 (laughs) that's different. That's that's different. That's that's Terrence McKenna. I I, I don't keep up to date on my like fucking right wing insane pill shit. Essentially, their problem is that like neoliberalism and like democratic 
uh, everything that we're in, like this current system that we're in is secular. And that's why it won't last because it's secular. Mm -hmm. Uh, There needs to be like a neo-Catholicism, like a new, like a cyber Catholicism where like your, your priest also, you know, has, is in control of your bank. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) and like shit, like that's what they want. So that's the that's the Catholicism. That's the the crystal cathedral essentially. Their building list and and the homie reverse like perversion of that is the bounce house, right? Because if you think about a like a cathedral, it's this big, strong, giant fucking thing that exists and it takes so much effort and build. And once you build it, once you put it on that plot of land, it's there until it burns down, like it, like in France, right? Like it just it's there until it completely goes away. Whereas a bounce house, you could beat the fuck out of a bounce house and it just keeps on coming back. You can, and what you just, you patch it up, you move it, you change venues. That's the homie mindset is constantly moving, changing. And the exclusionary part of it is like, Hey, can you pay to play? Get the fuck out of here. Right? <laughs> like, Oh, you don't, you don't want to be part of the bounce house. Good. Get the fuck out of the bounce house. So the, the idea is that the bounce house itself is this thing that is constantly moving and it's energetic and you're in it and you're bouncing around and shit. And uh fucking the more busted and beaten and bruised and longer you last in the bounce house is essentially how tough you get and once you get out in the real world you you start realizing oh man the bounce house was fucked up right <laughs> and that's the perspective you need you know what i mean like to continue surviving yeah <laughs> that's how you that's how you force yourself into having good vuka is you just yeah. hyper yeah. experience as much bad vuka as you can yeah and like you know very similar to what i was talking about you referencing the scientology thing earlier um big phrase they're fa- uh, fans of saying is of course the only way out is through you know, mm-hmm. just keep exposing yourself to more and more horrible things and eventually you'll become an enlightened you know good guy yeah i mean not to take it away or or get too serious about it but like my job i used to be like a vampire marketing demon Mm -hmm. right and that was my job like a full-time job i was like full dark triad that was what i did people asked me what i did for a living and i was like i infiltrate things and i and i make you buy stuff right like that was it was was, i make you click buttons whether or not you want to that was literally like my right like really i would i would have to write prompts and shit for work to explain to people why they have to do that kind of stuff and it was it was insane the kind of shit that it led me to the darkness that it led me to was bad and it made my it made my brain my brain bad and like there was so many like just suicidal thoughts that came along with that that i couldn't deal with and i didn't know how to handle it and then I found out one day on Twitter that I lost my job through Twitter, which was the best <laughs> the best thing that ever happened to me. They were just like, hey, did you guys hear about the, uh, what is it called? The layoff? And I was like, what layoff? And then my you. laptop turned off. Yeah, <laughs> that was literally how it went. I was like, oh, cool. So then I didn't have a job and I was like listless for a little bit. And then I got a job. I just like was throwing my resume up everywhere. And the first place to call me back and be serious was this beer company that's like, hey, uh, you're in marketing, right? And I was like, yeah, like, you ever think about merchandising, which is technically marketing, but really it's not. I'm a, I'm essentially now I'm in a union and I'm a, I'm a, what are those called? I'm teamster. a teamster. Yeah, I'm a teamster. So my job is I drive like big giant grocery store to big giant grocery store and I, and I stock a beer and I build all the beer and I break all the beer pallets down and, and I do all this stuff. And this job is like, you wouldn't think it, but it's fucking backbreaking labor. It's oh, like, for sure. yeah, hard. Sure. yeah, yeah. Moving, and, moving shit all over. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, I'm literally like every day I come home, my hands are f- constantly hurting. My back hurts. My neck hurt. Everything hurts. 
And I go to bed and I wake up smiling. And all it took for me to change my life around was microdosing suicide through exhaustion. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, and that's that's what it is. That's what that's why I'm so happy now. I've I've like completely turned the corner mentally. I'm less deranged, which is a, an insane thing to think about. But um, yeah, I'm less. I'm much better. I'm in a much better and happier place because my job is real. I'm not an internet. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get know, that completely. Yeah, I like, relate to that for sure. Being real. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to become more of an internet person. I'm uh, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm immunocompromised now because um, I caught COVID back in September and I've got I've got long COVID now. Mm. Um, so I'm trying to be inside as much as I can. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys uh, or I guess any of your listeners um, know of somebody with uh, paid podcast producing opportunities. Um, I produce a number of shows and have produced a number of shows. Yeah, help Ivy stay inside. Yeah, help me stay inside. <laughs> help me um, keep this roof over my head, too. I am poor as shit. Yeah. Damn. Oh, yeah, so I wanted to get specific with that Crypto Bros thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just to illustrate yeah, like how, how wide-reaching this okay. FTX <laughs> thing was. The Iowa Democratic Party received a $250,000 campaign donation from Nishad Singh. So it's not uh, the Bankman Fried guy, but he was like an executive of FTX, like cool. almost as high as Bankman yeah, Fried. cool. Or Freed? Bankman Freed, is it's it? It's Freed, yeah. Know. But calling him yeah, Fried is funny, too. Fried. Yeah, he's Well, actually, he's, he is Freed. He, he's on Speaking Ankle Monitor. Asses, but... did y'all see Andrew Tate got arrested like oh, four yes. hours ago? <laughs> yes, we did. That's insane. Dude, I'm sure, like, a, every podcast that comes shame. out. It is a shame that Pizzagate was already taken, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been perfect for this. Yeah. It would have been funny. It wouldn't have been tied to some dumb right-wing conspiracy thing. Everyone would have remembered it fondly, except for, like, you know, thinking about that one time that a crazy right-winger, like, executed a mob boss in front of his own home because he thought Listen, that he yeah. was peddling children. <laughs> Listen, oh, yeah. my God. Let's say that that's, that. that's, that's one of the few things that was all right about Pizzagate. It was, right? Yeah, it was, like, yeah. one of the, like, two two or three things yeah. that ended up coming out of that and being okay. Yeah. <laughs> this thing of ours. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of VUCA involved in that as yeah, well. Yeah, sure. whole, bunch um, of, whole bunch of that. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, so this guy, Nishad Singh, gave $250,000 to the Iowa Democratic Party Ooh. and then an, another $10,000 later the same day. Just strange behavior. Okay, interesting. Usually you make your donations all in one go. Yeah. And then uh, Sam Bankman-Fried gave $9,756.20 to the ah. party a couple months after that. Okay. <laughs> and then he gave $2,900 to Cindy Axney, who ran for Congress here for re-election, and she lost to a guy like two feet shorter than her, who's like a, <laughs> yeah. an Air Force guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of like the only Democrats oh, to man, lose <laughs> their like seat. You the know, rules. <laughs> listen, don't, don't don't a man who is short. If this listen, if you're under five five, I'm just laughing at the idea of a short Air Force guy, man. That's all I'm thinking. <laughs> Any anyone above five five is is actively racist and needs to decolonize and redistribute their house, like their their height. You know what I mean. So my man's just, you know, he's doing the work. He might be Republican, but he's putting the work in. <laughs> this is good news for me. <laughs> yeah. Probably can't tell from the Zoom, but I'm a, I'm a short man myself. There we go. Short things. <laughs> hey, <laughs> see, you make up for it with the mutton chops, though. Yeah, yeah. See. Yeah. yeah. It adds <laughs> about six inches. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
to the sides horizontally. Yeah, I'm five five. <laughs> like famously, I'm five feet five tall. Like I'm five five tall. Oh, yeah? Right. Yeah, but I'm also five five wide. So <laughs> nice. I like to think of myself as like you know like a perfect cube of like, a man. You know, oh cube. I thought you were gonna say you like know, Kirby. Yeah. You know, like just like yeah, a. No, no. I'm, I, I like. <laughs> to, I'm not very like horrible. My man's so, uh, instead of being uh, curbed up, he's cubed up. I'm cubed up. Oh, okay. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so there, there's other places around the country where the the ftx scam guys donated money and that those donations have been returned but the idp is like well we'll look into it <laughs> <laughs> i mean <laughs> i'd be curious to see where that you know money what? was earmarked hey, for I, yeah nothing I in particular the, i respect the hustle yeah, that's all I'll say. I respect yeah, I mean, the drift. I respect the hustle. <laughs> green is green. The whole thing is exactly. they were just trying to lobby for favorable legislation towards crypto. I mean, like, oh, of course, that's yeah. literally that's all. Of it course, was. that's all they were trying to do. It's probably too late for that. Because like that's the only that's the only uh, like gun they had left in their arsenal. Basically, because right. it was already collapsing under its own weight. Like the only hope that it had was basically to be like legitimized in the government to right. like, the level that like Tesla hype was. Was, which right. the Bitcoin yeah. people absolutely, at least the most hardcore ones, do not want under any circumstances because they're no, because like, then they have to start paying like right. capital gains taxes. Yeah, that, that was one of the the main things early on was that it's unregulated, like exactly. a separate thing from yeah. fiat. Or I mean, we basically yeah. have it's speed running they the entire like, modern financial created. system from like square one and just like yeah. discovering all the reasons why. I mean, not that things are good the way they are, but like they're at least understanding like why those decisions were made at some point. How, yeah, how did yeah. we get here? It's yeah. kind of like Elon Musk sort of independently discovering that he does need some kind of a community moderation team. Right, yeah. <laughs> his own thought, by the way. He he thought that up it's, all on it's his It's the own. same thing. It's tech guys who think that there is some sort of easy tech solution to like a problem that is very yeah. much a social then, thing that cannot yeah, and then be all they mediated end up doing through technology. The wheel. I yeah, got a, so I got a schizo theory inbound right now. Let's go. I, I don't think <laughs> that uh, Sam Bankman Freed or yeah, Sam Bankman Freed paid the Democratic Party those like donated those funds for um, what is that called? Lobbying. Like, yeah, for lobbying. I don't think he did that because like the playbook of how all celebrity all, all essentially all billionaires work is they give money to democratic they give the they give democratic party money um like very openly and very like because it gives them favorable right. media coverage mm-hmm. but they also at the same time are giving dark money to like republicans right who are like the dudes who are like actually if we if that guy wants to legislate then we'll just kill him or we'll plant him we'll, give, we'll hit him with the old cp bomb you know what i'm saying like that's how they get the right like that's literally how the game works so i, I think don't he think more or less admitted that, that yeah yeah, I yeah. Remember it was yeah. all that was a pr ploy altruism. and that's that he gave a bunch of dark money to republicans theory. that's just how <laughs> yeah that's literally work. how i mean he admitted <laughs> everything he just i love that i'm just normal as self on himself so, to an insane it degree. is so funny how fast he rolled though it's like <laughs> well you'd you'd thought the man was com- like a sphere the way he rolled down that hill. I think he was com- <laughs> trying to come out ahead of it. Well, because all of his his homies, his homies turned on him. <laughs> that uh, yeah. the, the girl homie. The yeah, I'm positive he was watching my TikToks. I'm positive oh, really? that Sam Bankman free yeah, watching yeah. my TikToks. The, because the financial door. No, no, no. I mean beyond the financial door, <laughs> he was he was using my legal defense. Do you remember my oh, little wow. guy legal defense? The, no. You're you're Is this honor. about being five five? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, Your Honor, Your Honor, how could I have committed these crimes? I'm just a little guy. I'm just a little, I'm, yeah, that's there's a, no fucking way that I could have done it. I'm a little yeah, guy. You know that works, like too. That? I mean, it depends on the scale of the crimes, but yeah, yeah. a lot of times. Yeah, I've been arrested before, and I more or less did the I'm a little guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm just a little guy. I've done that, sir. I am so short. Look at me. Yeah, look at me. I'm just, I'm not even, it has nothing to do with your stature. It's just like, pal, I'm a little guy. I don't right. know. Yeah, I didn't do no. Look, look, I'm not yeah, capable look, of bad things. <laughs> Look at these Do big giant like laws. Criminal? Look at these big ass laws. Do you think they apply to me? I'm a little guy. They're too big for me. <laughs> I'm a little <laughs> sovereign guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a, above I'm the law. I'm below nation. the law. Yeah. yeah, I'm so small. The laws just kind of pass through me. You know, dude. I still think it's funny that he was like boofing the type of Adderall you give to kids who were like throwing chairs in the classroom at the age of seven. It's like, a nootropic. <laughs> it's literally, it's like he was doing it not even because he actually like needed it. He was doing it because he thought it made him smart. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It oh, does. Right. He, he did the classic <laughs> tech guy thing of, of fucking taking like Joe Rogan nootropic like mushrooms or whatever. Yeah. Or, like, no. Well, so like the thing with nootropics is that shit's just drugs. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's literally just, it's, it's literally just, just another... drugs that are less potent or more legal than or actual drugs. Or you just drugs. classify it differently so you can but see, say you're not thing. a drug addict. Here's the thing. That guy's a fucking billionaire right why didn't he just take adderall <laughs> why didn't he just like, like uh, i don't know shit. man get fucking, the good stuff you know what go you old have school. access buy some cocaine meth meth it's free or you meth. make it yeah. a it's it's long, that's the oldest school you there if is you're, uh, if you're yeah, uh, working you can, those if you really want to focus 12 hour smart. days you're gonna need a lot of cocaine yeah <laughs> less less adderall so no, I, think the, he, I think he made a good choice uh, nootropics are interesting to me because like there is a use case for nootropics and the use case is making you worse at League of Legends. That's what people, <laughs> it's literally why you use them. If you want to be like, man, I'm too good at League of Legends and you start doing nootropics and then you get worse. Yeah. That's, yeah. I, I don't think there's like any real, like there's, there's never really any like actual legit medical studies on the effectiveness of nootropics either. It's always like a study that some private company paid. They had like six test subjects yeah. and one scientist that was like looking at his phone through most of the study or whatever. You know yeah. about you know you could just lie on those studies too. Like, you know about the super creatine thing for the Bang Energy guy. The Bang Energy CEO is literally my favorite person on earth. He's like a classic snake oil salesman. He's literally killed people in the past. You've heard of it before. A lot of people don't know this, but his original pharmaceutical company that turned energy drink. This isn't like him creating Bang and being a weirdo like on the internet is not new. He's been doing it for a long time. I don't and know anything about this guy. Oh, well, you know, you know, his uh, his prior, you know, energy drink mishap, which was Redline, which I don't know, like, I don't know if you're familiar with Redline, but most people know it because it killed people like a lot of people. It killed like oh, 16 cool. people. It literally just <laughs> exploded their hearts. Was it like it, a Fedrin? Because I remember dude, back in the day, they did what it like said on the box. All those over the counter. Even, how could he even? It wasn't a Fedrin. No, it was this. it was a it was an energy drink that had so much caffeine in it that it was toxic. Oh. It would like it would it literally would toxify an alkaloid in your blood and it would hit your heart and cause your heart to like it couldn't pump it. And it would like collect these crystals and they would eventually fucking pop in your heart. So you would die like it was the worst. It was like one of the most painful ways to die. And wow. like teenagers would drink them. So they ha they had to make them 18 and above to to drink these fucking stupid energy drinks. And people, so then they ended up having to like turn down the form. Oh wait, I remember this. And, wasn't well, then this only around the same? Die, wasn't this around the okay. same time of like Four Loco? The this is Four pre Loco Four Loco, but not by a lot. Changed. This yeah, is less it's than like, like this was very, very. I remember hearing about yeah, this very 
around the same time. Yeah. And so he, well, the bang energy thing, right? It has nothing to do with that. The bang energy, uh, the claim that bang energy bang and the sucks. reason why he's being sued by like, well, he's being sued by monster because he claims to have invented something called super creatine that exists in only his drinks. And like lots of fucking places put creatine. In fact, that's why you feel the like energy drink that you feel is because the creatine soaks into your muscles and you feel a little stronger, not by much, not by like, mm. it's a very little amount. In fact, you should just take straight creatine. That's the better way to absorb mm-hmm. it in your body. Yeah. But um, he said, he said that he invented something called super creatine that acts on your muscles instantly by absorbing oxygen in like by like having these passive oxygen chemical things that when they hit your body they like essentially fill your body with more oxygen which not only is like uh that doesn't sound right it's a yeah it's a physical impossibility but even if it was true it would give you the bends and you would die yeah right? like i was would, gonna say you're like massively would, increasing a, yeah. a gaseous component yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would die from the bends you would like, die from the opposite of the bends somehow right like you, you would, would yeah like you're you're getting uh oxygen bubbles in your blood which if i'm correct and i remember my yeah. my biochemistry <laughs> and my anatomy and physiology um a large enough bubble in your heart just kills you it's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 and he's that's claiming like injecting air it's, yeah, it's like bad. the whole reason why you aspirate needles before doing like right. an injection exactly. <laughs> and he's claiming that no but this is good for you cuz i invented it so he's mm. claiming like he's claiming that his drink does this and that and like even when doctors have pointed out hey man even if your drink like could do this it's like that would bad be for bad. your body he's just like nah it's good actually right your honor it's good my marketing team says it is yeah. if i'm and doing we hired it. a yeah. scientist who's the scientist me me i'm the scientist i'm double dipping in my my company's uh payroll yeah. i'm a warrior of light vuca yeah. so nothing yeah. that i yeah, do yeah. could be bad exactly i'm 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 grade five clear <laughs> yeah ot7 <laughs> yeah seven, baby. i do like the fact that like you know with sam bankman free the bang energy ceo elon musk all of them we're getting robber barons back but they're more pathetic this time you oh, know yeah. what i mean and i like that i think it's cool actually i'm looking forward <laughs> to the depression being funnier i think i think oh, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, you know what i mean oh like, it's already fucking hilarious yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i i'm i'm excited for this this go of the depression um like i'm i'm gonna get affected i'm probably gonna i mean it's, if it's a depression everybody's getting affected no i mean like i'm gonna end up becoming a warlord in san jose that you know was yeah that's you I'm, know i'm trying I'm to become like that. a warlord but like for the research triangle in the carolinas no i'm gonna re i'm gonna re-liberate <laughs> the facebook campus it's like a, a few okay. blocks away from where i'm at yeah you know what i'm saying like I, could, I think i could go there and just be like yeah like <laughs> well i mean we we you know we got we got tech uh we got tech guys over like an hour away in raleigh or just whatever. go there and just I start I talking can, about vuca yeah <laughs> i, I think i golden. can go i can go liberate red hat campus with the power of good vuca Red yeah, the company wow. Red Hat still exists. Yeah, the Red Hat, their their headquarters <laughs> is in Raleigh. The yeah, company Red Hat sounds evil as shit. It sounds like it a does, made yeah. up. It does, and the building looks truly diabolical, but it lo- it's it apparently like, an okay place. Well, they're also Red Hat, evil like the because they're the opposite they- of White Hat. 
Black hat would be the opposite. Black hat would be the opposite. Well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> red hat is like the. It's the red hat is evil red because they're, they're uh, vampire programmers. Yeah, it's, they're vamp- yeah, they're, yeah. They're drink blood. Uh, yeah, exactly. that's their thing. <laughs> but the red hat are the people who are making made the most money off of Linux. Like they've completely, basically, like taken all this open source software and like what? monetized it in ways. You're evil. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not made good. Them extremely. <laughs> the whole point wealthy. of Linux was really just to to have as much free and open and accessible to yeah. common so people as you could. People the way in that the it Linux was community, back in like, like the '80s or whatever, if you could afford a computer, right, sure. and these guys are like, "Nah, let's make money on it." Red yeah, uh, yeah. Red Hat to it's me sounds somebody. like the American version of Nerve. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's I don't know, I don't know if anyone is, this, that's for the, the Evangelion heads. Yeah, in the, the chat. Evangelion. Oh, okay. <laughs> it sounds like the American version. Of like I don't watch much the, Japan animation. <laughs> is that a Shinji? Who would it be? It'd be Shane. Like get in the get in the Ava Shane, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah get in the a, cubicle, Shane. Yeah, and it's a big ass <laughs> American flag, right? Like <laughs> fighting demons. <laughs> They're not fighting angels, they're fighting demons. <laughs> so, uh, uh, something we've been doing on our show recently, I set up a, a phone number people can call. Oh, cool. And they leave us voicemails. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I want to play some of those, but but before I get there, I do have one little bit of uh, VUCA information that's not included in the documentary. Okay. So, if you, if you watch the movie on our advice, you'll be missing this context. Right. VUCA is an acronym first used in 1987, drawing on the leadership theories of Warren Bennis and Bert Nanus. <laughs> Those sounds made oh, up like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good old, you know, you've heard of Beavis and Butthead. Here we've got um, Venus and Nanus. 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 We've got Dick and Butt over, over yeah. here. So, so when these people are talking about how VUCA is like the the lens through which you will understand it's your cool. life and yeah, achieve no, greater things, yeah, it comes from the theories of Warren Bennis and Bert Nanus. Yeah, it, it's Dick Butt, but you know, it's it's I'm not Sonic. I'm my own original character, Blonic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it's like a Greek Dick Butt, right? It sounds like a. Greek. <laughs> <laughs> Very this cool. this kind of this the Greek dick butt was inventing democracy, you know, five thousand years ago, um, and also inventing <laughs> the concept of just pure chaos. <laughs> as a result, yeah, pure VUCA, straight straight A to B. So uh, this first voicemail, our listeners will understand, but our guests will not. Uh, this fun. is another. Another call from our friend Trad Nipper. I, I, I bet I bet I will understand it. Actually, I'm built different. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. I'll just play it without any context, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> Grant is allergic to fabric. It is real. He's trying to get a job at the Hard Rock Cafe, and that's why he can't work anywhere else because it was founded by the guy who played Sam Beckett on Quantum Leap, and that was our favorite show as kids because it proved. It proved that God is in charge of time travel. You guys run a rock hard cafe podcast and you never even talk about it. You're just posers like what they called me when I skateboarded. Grant is always talking to me about how he wants to try the tribal cheesecake there, but he has classy supo disorder and he can't get near the gorilla animatronics. He's a true hard rock forest cafe fan. And you liberal democratic types 
will be crying with diapers on when David Petraeus, a true patriot, gets elected. I will say, David so Petraeus. the first thing I, I picked that up from that was Israel. I know what's up. I know what's going on here, man. Yeah, <laughs> he said <okay>. Israel. <laughs> I know what's up, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it sounded to me like, um, like General Ulysses Grant was trying to get a job at the shirt making factory, but he yes. was fired by Scott Bakula um, <laughs> for being too woke. Um, but actually, the shirt making factory is really Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, uh, it's, I think yeah, that's. It's more I think actually, I got it. I think he was being discriminated against for his medical condition, which is being allergic to fabrics uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. of any, well, any I mean, sort. Listen, man, you you <laughs> you drink a little too much. You're allergic to a lot of things. You know, that's... <laughs> yeah, that's true. This is, a, this is a family that we've been feuding with uh, years now. This is a very... See, uh, this is a very mountain aesthetic. I'm... I'm surprised <laughs> that you've got family feuds that far up north in the Midwest, no less. Mm-hmm. We are uh, bordering Missouri. <laughs> so. You know that's fair, I guess. Like there are, there was a big Appalachian migration, mostly into like the Ozarks. There was yeah. another, I think, in the 30s or 40s, up into Ohio um, to fill a bunch of like automotive factories and stuff like that. Um, yeah, those people are all. What's the best? word to describe them like deformed like <laughs> social sociologically like they're not I, I, they're I not from the so. mountains anymore they're like because like the people from the people that went into ohio eventually like spawned fucking jd vance well the problem right, with, right. Like, the problem with ohio not, is that it exists they're not normal anymore <laughs> yeah the, no it's just that's a that's an ohio issue not a them issue. You're right. Right. Yeah. You it's know, like it's, they it's moved. It's like, it's like the it's they like were, the yeah, hogs they were that warped moved, by yeah Ohio. It was like uh how mm-hmm. the hogs that moved in Chernobyl, you know how mm-hmm. they're just kind of fucked up now. Like <laughs> yeah. that's the same same exact meant you know. <laughs> well, Trab, uh, thank you for calling in again. Uh, in terms of the employment situation with Rock Hard Cafe, I would encourage your brother to uh, email his resume to me rockhardcaucus at gmail.com and uh, I will see what I can do about getting him a job in the Rock Hard Cafe uh, but no promises as of course he I know he has a lot of uh, issues holding a job for a good reason uh, next yeah, voicemail fabric allergy right yeah right yeah, yeah. there's some cool. there's like living that... brothers of Ulysses S. Grant and it's cool <laughs> that he's alive too honestly <laughs> I think he should run for president again and and finish what Sherman started. Yeah, yeah. Really. But like up to the north. Because the north presidents... is like far more segregated than the south at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's say definitely. all presidents are actually immortal. Um, they hide them in a bunker after they're... Oh, it's cool. So we do have dead. like a... We have a so. not only an immortality serum, but also somehow a worse version of the the pre, the Hall of President Heads from Futurama. Mm-hmm. Well, we've they got can a come real back to, to fight us. They're building an army. If you've if you've been to a Disney theme park, they have do not, have and I will never. They do have all of the presidents on display oh, in a room right. together. Like for real? <laughs> yeah, no, the, mm-hmm. those are the real guys. It's yeah. a small world. <laughs> it is a small world. It's too small for that many immortal presidents i had a hot take about presidents recently where i was just kind of coming around on 
on Ronald Reagan. I actually think it's based. I think he's, I think he's, I think he's based actually. I think it's. Yeah. I, I think it was, I'm proud of him for for being the first guy to be like. I actually, I want to be the devil. You know what I mean? I think that's actually cool. Actually, you know, like it's you know a lot of work. A lot of work went into that. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying. It's like going to work for Red Hat. You know. Yeah, exactly. Like, Admitting you know, that you are yeah. a demon fighting yeah. demons. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, you know. I'm not saying that. I, look, I'm not a fan of his work. I think he's a monster, but like, he's yeah. a lot of balls. But, you, you can know, respect, respect the yeah, I can respect hustle. The hustle. Yeah. Yeah. Respect the grift. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. In a Just way, openly I mean, lying he, in that soothing yeah. voice. <laughs> he's the one who like unleashed the VUCA on the world. Legitimately, yeah, yeah. true. <laughs> he single handedly yeah, took Union. down the Soviet Union. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tear down this wall, you know. Yeah. How yeah, could they resist? Know, was, he lured, uh, he lured uh, old Gorby over here with the the Pizza Hut commercials. And <laughs> yeah, Gorby was like, "Well, you know, we're kind of falling apart. I don't really have anything going on for yeah. me over at the good old USS of R." Um, I mean, the interesting thing about these elites <laughs> is, like, as soon as they get what they want, they don't really like it anymore. Like, you defeated the Soviet Union, and then it's like, oh, no, like, now what do we do? <laughs> like, yeah, no, you Luka. killed your big bad. Why did you do that? Now yeah. you have to, you, like, you killed your, well, you know, your arch enemy, and now you have to invent a new one. This, you have to hire actual writers again. Why would you do that? <laughs> this is not good for the storyline, man. Yeah. Uh, this next voicemail gets into the realm of uh, electoral politics. Somebody, That's fun. Somebody had a, a problem with something we said last episode. Oh, mm. boy. Yo, I'll so you guys are saying that uh, the only <laughs> fair thing to do for a primary would be for everybody to vote on the same day, but that would screw over all the small-time candidates. So that would actually <laughs> be a terrible idea. Uh you know, even bigger candidates like Obama, and yeah, yeah, we all know Obama, kind of, and disappointment and everything, but... Um, without the Iowa caucus and him to be able to build up, you know, a bit of a following, uh, he wouldn't have been taken seriously. And we rolling my eyes so hard. Wait, 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 wait. wait. This is a politics. Uh, Do you think that? Do you think this is a politics (laughs) podcast? Do you think that the I? You think that the political process that we have? uh, This one irritates me. I'm sorry, but the political process we have does not allow small candidates to win. It's literally all myth making and yes, bullshit. Absolutely, it's still, it's still Obama. A money game. Also, was anybody who's like, I know Obama for the was a disappointment, but like he had eight years in office and didn't get anything done except killing people. Basically, <laughs> the Jimmy Carter shit is a myth. If Ted Kennedy would have ran that election, he would have gotten wiped the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This system is not designed to allow small candidates to win. You oh. are drinking the well, Kool-Aid. Well, I mean, look at, yeah. that, look at that dude in, uh, <laughs> fuck, even, that even works on, like, like local state politics. Look at that dude that won, what was it, District 23 or something in New York? That got uh, the gay Republican the that just liar. lied about everything, yeah. <laughs> and he's still lying about everything? Like, that guy deserves his seat. Like, he played the game right. He played it exactly how it was always meant to be played, how it was designed to be played. And, like, you have to take your hat off to him. Like, he he yeah. won. He figured out the game and he won. He did it in a little bit more brazen and open of a way than, like, people like Obama do. But, like, he still played the same game. Uh, listen, I'm not pushing for politics. I'm pushing for a homie regime. 
All right. This, is entirely <laughs> yeah. this makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Listen, I, I every day I wake up, I challenge my mayor to a fight to the to the, to the death in the town square. Hmm. You know, uh, if if when he if and when he shows up, and I beat him to death inevitably, I will secede my my city from you know the local municipality, and then I will challenge the next mayor. And they don't, you're, you get what I'm saying? And this is this you is just how keep we keep adding territories yeah. of yes. defeated mayors. This is how we win, people. Yes. Like, just stop voting. Start working out. Start listening. <laughs> get shredded. Start, get your hands dirty. Start beating the shit out of telephone poles. <laughs> Beat rocks. Right? They with can't your fists. literally listen. They they can make strap rocks um, to your fists and hit other rocks with them. Yes, they can make gun. <laughs> ownership illegal right like they can make knife ownership illegal but you know what they can't make illegal your fists so here's what i propose you do go out wrap your fists as hard as you like in like kind of some kind of cloth or something and then just start beating up the infrastructure in your local town yeah you will get shit done electric right? boxes yes. transformers oh. <laughs> yep yep, um, yep sewage yep. pipes uh go like, into the sewers and beat yes. up the rats yeah beat you know? up everything whatever you can like start fighting you literally have to start go, from the ground floor uh, you know have, literally you have go to kill punch you have to punch kill your like, potholes that aren't you have filled. To kill go beat a, the a shit level out of the two earthworm or whatever, so you can level up enough to kill your level five, you know, Mayor. Uh, redacted. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's I'm I, st I'm still irritated at the idea of someone like observing the Iowa caucuses in 2020 and then being like, oh wow, this is a system that really helps the small <laughs> candidates win. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, no, dude. Yeah, I I I remember watching the 20. That was the only part of Iowa politics I've ever paid attention to was watching the 2020 Iowa caucuses. I bet you got a great impression of us. I no, I watched yeah. them with with wrapped attention um i watched not one but two like fucking uh jacked coin flips for the gay uh head of transportation um yeah. the mm -hmm. like mr mayor i watched yeah. fucking he's like the ultimate just, mayor now yeah, yeah. he is yes. you know? yeah, <laughs> and he is, ultimately the, did it even mayor. matter no, and see, no, that's no. the other thing, too, is, like, all of this, like, all of these shenanigans, all of this shit happening, just, like, weird corruption that you expect to not, not even corruption, like, it was just pure ineptitude at, like, almost every Both, level, yeah. and, yeah. like, you look at that and you're, like, the conclusion that you draw is this is a good system and we need because more Obama of this. Because Obama won, helps which us I'm, Because Obama won and he was I'm honestly one he of was the, going to win anyway. Was, not only was he going to win anyway, he was the biggest letdown as a president of this For generation. Sure. But like, I mean, he like, is the I reason, like, I've gone back and looked through, like, the political, like, voting history and shit. He's the reason that he temporarily flipped Appalachia completely blue again. Right. It was already atrophying into red, and it flipped Same completely here. red as a result of him. Same here. Mm -hmm. But that, yeah. And like also in 2008, he was, it was him, Hillary, and Edwards. Edwards had the affair thing and he was done after that. And the other wing is Hillary, who ran like a fucking horrible, racist ass campaign. And, she always does. And she, yeah. And she's a fucking terrible person who everyone fucking hates. Everybody hates her. <laughs> Obama's likable and cool. Like is because she, Even though these politics are garbage, too. I like Hillary Clinton because uh, she's evil. It's a Ronald Reagan thing. It's all you know what I mean. So no, you know, don't yeah, yeah, yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, and also like the whole like everyone votes on the same day. That was more of a hypothetical, but I don't think that would be any more or less fair. To, right. It's the, the small the candidate. Is, 
It's built in. The media fucking right. within, manipulates the entire thing anyway. Within the oh, system course. that we live in, like, I mean, we're arguing about these, like, specifics of a primary voting schedule, and it's not ever going to fucking matter, like, tweaking these no. little things about it. No, it's not. It's um, absolutely not. I, I sorry, think listener. I, pull your yeah, head out of your ass. I, I think I know <laughs> who left that message, and I'm sorry we kind of cut off your voicemail. Oh, but sorry. Yeah, I, I was getting I am, too angry. I'm not. I, Fuck you. <laughs> I, I am willing to to have like more of a conversation with you directly about this if you would like. So reach out. Uh, the next, yeah, man. Hey, if you want to do the free, unpaid, emotional labor of talking to this guy and trying to convince him through the powers of debate or whatever, feel free. That's no, uh, yeah, I'm, we're not about I'm, that I've on this podcast. This dude off as a waste of time. If this guy actually wants to talk to me about push up tricks <laughs> and how to fight the mayor, you know what I'm saying? I'm ha- I'm happy to you know what I mean, like tips and tricks. <laughs> To harden oh, your knuckles for, for, you know, the preparation. I'm happy to show him how to do that. Absolutely, yeah. If he wants to get to me, like, on on some, like, how do I improve my local material conditions, I'm going to give him, like, a lot of, like, farming advice yeah. and, like, how yeah. to talk to yeah. your neighbors without annoying yeah. them yeah. and right. making them want to slam the door in your face. Which, that's a big part of the caucus, right? <laughs> persuading other people, persuading your neighbors. Like, that's why, like, that's why, like, that's like good local candidates that win grassroots campaigns are people who literally just go out and talk to their communities and they're like, hey, I'm a normal person. Like, but actually. <laughs> Do you guys you know about Michael Parenti? Y'all read Michael Parenti? Yeah, all? yeah. You know about the. Um, I hate his lectures, man. I can't stand him. I love to. I love. You're, you're wrong. Like, his, right. No, his material's fine. He just. He feels so smug to me. I just he hate him. He's smug. He's smug as shit because he's from New York. Hey, pal. Hey, yo. He's the only guy to do it like that. Hey, yo. Fucking democracy is all fucked up, pal. Like, that's why I like him because it's cool. But uh, he talks about how you can't fight City Hall, like, or you can fight City Hall. He talks about in uh, Land of. Land of Mythology, or yeah, I think it's Land of Mythology, I think is what it's called. But he's talking about how like there's a common adage in America where it's like this saying, you can't fight City Hall, right? And mm-hmm. he says, well, actually you can. You can get like municipal shit and you can get like yeah. local people. You can get like a band that's of your cool. friends together that's... with some rocks and bats. Yeah, I'm literally <laughs> doing the real fighting. I'm going to actually fight City Hall. That's the difference, yeah. mm-hmm. right? He said that figuratively at the polls. I'm going to be there with mm-hmm. a poll. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's that's what I'm uh, that's what I'm arguing for. That's my policy. Yeah, and I'm like with that like grassroots candidates coming up, like that's literally describing like Bernie Sanders early career, yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. being mayor of Burlington, creating like a big pa- public housing trust, all this Bernie stuff. Bernie Sanders, he notably the to... only okay mayor, the only one that right. would yeah. not be purged. He worked his regime. way up. He made it to a national prominence. He was going to win the fucking primary, mm-hmm. and the media. Uh, the fucking Democratic Party all intervened to oh, yeah. stop him. He would be the definition of the outsider small candidate and pretty much a, a de facto. The other like, thing, too, was like even after like they had pooled all of their support behind Biden, like he still could have won that if he had actually pushed through because they started basically the, the Democratic Party started executing hostages. Right, right. like the beginning of well, COVID, and if, they if were Warren still would have dropped out, that's really yeah. all it would have well, That was the other thing too. Was like Warren gets like fifth place in her own home state or whatever, and doesn't yeah. immediately drop out. Like fuck you, like that's come ridiculous. On. The election people who stolen. defend Elizabeth Warren are also delusional. Sorry, <laughs> I'm getting irritated about electoral politics again. See, shouldn't have brought it. I up. got bad news for you, pal. You run an electoral politics show. Apparently, <laughs> I know we do. Is- <laughs> we yeah. do. It's part know, of it. Pal. I don't know how to break it to you. We we're All good right. at irritating people. So let's, let's, let's move uh, on to uh, to football. 
Here's yes. another football voicemail. So this is from December 12th. So it's a little is bit this behind. From no, it's from Oliver. Oh, okay. Hello, Rock Hard Caucus. This is Oliver again. Uh, I was just watching Monday Night Football again. It was the Arizona Cardinals versus the New England Patriots. Ooh, the Cardinals were a baseball team. You know, like, instantly the Cardinals <laughs> were shit in the bucket yeah, no, when Kyler Murray, they like... They're like both. on the third play, he just like blew <laughs> they out. They used to be both in St. Louis. So instantly, too. I knew that they were going to shit the bucket. Uh, and you know, they were doing pretty good in the first half, but then eventually, just like started to shit the bucket. You know, like I predicted, the New England Patriots—they like recovered a fumble and returned all the way back, and then they just never get their footing. And you know, like with Kyler Murray being out and everything. You know, it sucked so much ass. I hate the Patriots because I hate the United States of America. <laughs> and Tom Brady, by extension, is yes, you know, just you always going to be a uh, New England Patriot to me. So, yeah, fuck him. So, anyways, right now I'm listening to Cold by Crossface. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. good, that was a I like that voicemail a lot better. That one was good. That was a great, that was a great voicemail. It's... <laughs> Oh, he's playing cold oh, he's across right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't hear it super well. But... Sounds... <laughs> I'm sorry Close for enough. the way yeah. I am. Close <laughs> enough, man. I was playing cod when I was a teenager. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm not really confident about uh, the Cardinals' future, especially if Kyler Murray has a serious knee injury. Um, yeah. Uh, anyways, have a good night. Bye. <laughs> Thank Thanks, you, man. I will. Thank you, Oliver. <laughs> Just like kind of a note to the editors, um, you guys here on the show. That's me. You guys that's run that's long voicemails. You guys give your your listeners so much leeway. It's genuinely they gotta, shocking. They gotta get some <laughs> they're, stuff they're off. My friends. Oh, that's fair. I mean, if you they're, know, you know, if if they're, they're saying some dumb shit, we're gonna cut them off and get angry and and yell at them. <laughs> like <laughs> we did that one guy. Okay, all right. Yeah, we call them delusional. This is, no, this is. I've changed my mind. This is a fair and balanced system. I like this. We have, we have, we did a, we did a homie, um, like call-in show once. Uh, and the problem that I have is that like, I have a lot of racist family members that <laughs> that are racist. So like that they're they're racist, but they're also a race. So it's hard to <laughs> yeah. argue with yeah, them yeah. about. Whether you or mean not a race other than white? Yeah, well, like yes. so, my cousin Malik is like a is a black dude who is legitimately race. Like I, he's he's like he watches Kanye stuff and he's just like oh, this guy's yeah. spitting facts. And there's yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> and there's no way to like talk. To is him this about... the same dude that was like a Francoist for a while? No, that was my r- old roommate. So the Bay Area okay. has advanced <laughs> racism. Like the rest of America <laughs> doesn't really have the kind of racism that I deal with on a day to day level, right? Where, like, I don't know how to explain it in a way that makes any sense, but like, you know, like in the South, there's white and there's black. And if you're like Latino of any kind, then you're just Puerto Rican. And that's just the yeah. way it is, right? Or Cuban of some sort, right? Like, Mexican is just kind of one of those things that doesn't exist. But like in the Bay, Everyone's Wait, sorry. Off. Did you say in the South, yeah, like, like Mexicans don't exist? No, they do exist, but they're like not <laughs> represented. Is what not I'm trying racialized. To say. Yeah, they're not I, like much. Yeah, what? they're not represented. They're not represented in the South. And they are here. 
You're barely in the south. You're like in the northern part I'm of the barely south. Barely in the south, you're dude. The, I'm like the, fucking. I'm talking like hundred miles like below Louisiana. the Mason Dixon line. I'm talking what are you about. Talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about Louisiana. I'm talking about like the deep. Oh, you're south. talking about deep yeah, south. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like you have you know, to clarify. Like northern Florida. That's Tallahassee. All right, that kind of south, right? You know what I'm saying? All right, pal. So what I'm getting at though is that like that kind of racism doesn't really exist in the Bay. Instead, you get weird shit where you like have people that are like, they're like first generation Libyans, but they're white nationalists. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you get really bizarre, like the Indian nationalist guys out here that are essentially like white, like Adolf Hitler oh, yeah. guys, right? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> I don't know how to for sure. Yeah, I don't know how to explain that. Like, uh, in in like even within the Mexican community, there's like a ton of like Mexican people that are from Mexico. Their parents are from Mexico. And like they spent most of Mexico and they're like in their youth growing up. And then they're, they live here and they're like, man, I'm sick of all these Mexicans coming over from across the border. I'm like, bro, it's you, you're the guy. (laughs) What are you talking? What are you talking about? Yeah. So that kind of, it's really hard to like explain racism where I come from and like understand it. So every now and then we would have, we did this call in show and he called in and he called in and left like a 15 minute message. And yeah, me neither, Siri. I don't either. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> dude, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Uh, so, <laughs> what, I hope you keep that for show on it. So, fuck, that was what, good. <laughs> what ended up happening is that he called for like 15 minutes and he had maybe three minutes of usable audio. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, we had too much racism. Yes. A lot of it. Yep. And like, not even, like, not even funny racism like racism where it just that what the fuck is this guy talking about right like yeah mm-hmm. incomprehensible like, levels of racism. info hazard levels of, <laughs> of racism I, I haven't had that problem yet yeah good <laughs> it's not one you want yeah so if you're gonna call the number uh please do not <laughs> don't be know, give us in, don't be incomprehensible amounts of racism races. although i think like you guys really don't have to worry about that a lot like the midwest is not really an area that spawns like a lot of the types of guys that convert to catholicism at the age of 35 you know what i mean yeah, it's- like like, uh, from my experience it's it's a very similar kind of attitude to the mountains in the sense that everybody was kind of raised some form of protestant people don't Mm. really care that much um and there's this sort of fake overtone of politeness everywhere you go (laughs) exactly it's the more mundane less like more garden variety form of yeah like you know like racism would be you know bless your hearting somebody of a different race you know as sort of this passive 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 aggressive way of calling them a slur without calling them a slur yeah like making sure they feel like they're different but it's not as difficult to understand (laughs) someone once at a costco called me an abirian n-word and (laughs) (laughs) wow Yeah, you don't get that yeah, around no, here. That's not, <laughs> I've, never, I've, never I've never heard anyone like say Iberian. Yeah, I was impressed more than <laughs> yeah, I was. They just say that. Yeah, right yeah that's what do, how do you like, know, bro? How do you know that word to yeah. call me? You play? Do you play yeah. Europa Universalis? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was more impressed by the slur than I was <laughs> mad at it. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been have you been playing as like the liberals on Kaiserreich and Hearts of Iron? <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you know that word? 
no dude yeah bizarre yeah this next voicemail is from the same household as the previous one so we're gonna cool. get kind of uh, a similar vibe Rashomon right. um, style. hi this is juliet um have you guys ever heard the guitar solo in cold by crossfade <laughs> hell yes it's, it's not coming through super well Uh. It's so sick. <laughs> She's not wrong. She's not wrong at all. I can I can assist a little bit. So, Julia, thank you for uh, uh, turning us on to the guitar solo from Cold yeah, by gotta, Crossfade. Uh, yeah. And uh, let me just play it unadulterated here. Oh, this one. Yeah, no, this came on the radio all the fucking time, dude. That's look at that sick compression. You see, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I'm sorry for the way I am. <laughs> yeah, this is acceptable white people lore. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, yeah. I'm in yeah. the, I'm, I'm right in the, I'm in the canny valley of of white people lore. Yeah, yeah. this is like right in the same vein as like Godsmack and Five yeah, Finger exactly. Death I'm, Punch. I'm into all that. When people are yeah. like, oh, you guys yeah, of, uh, who's, who's the guy? It's like that post new metal wave, right? Who's that? Uh, uh, so yeah, Justin and I are survivors of Slipknot Fest 2021. Yeah, hell yeah! <laughs> Congratulations, first of all. <laughs> yeah. I went to I all in the family. To a I don't... Shit ton of Slipknot when I was a kid. I went to all in the family fest. You guys know about that? That's like a corn thing, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, we're we're yeah, brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like, corn yeah. as a kid. <laughs> we're, bro- we're brothers. Corn was a lot way. bigger than mountains than Slipknot yeah. was. Yeah. 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 Well, so well, Slipknot are like Slipknot, hometown I mean, heroes they got an, to us. Yeah. So. They got an album called uh, yeah, Iowa. Yeah. They're That's, from the hey, fucking you know suburbs of Des Moines. <laughs> respect. You, know. you got to respect the hometown homies. Yeah. Corn's from Bakersfield, which is like they pour it back. Yeah. That's the like they're spreading the love. And then Deftones is from I think like SoCal, and there's no real like the problem is that like. All the good bands in, from the Bay, from like, you know, from with the exception of San Jose, but like from San Francisco, they're all like indie bands. It's like people like Toro y Moi. There's no one hardcore. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then in San Jose, it's so hardcore that there's no chance of them ever leaving San Jose. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I went to a I went to a um, I went to an underground show at someone's house, like a like a house show. And uh, the lady was singing. The girl was singing into she was screaming. It was a hardcore band. She was screaming into her and she had strapped. So essentially she like duct taped her hand to the microphone. Mm-hmm. But while she was duct taping her hand, she also duct taped like three knives to oh, the microphone yeah. <laughs> facing her. Facing her. So she was screaming and like she cut the shit out of herself while she was wow. like screaming. And the show kept going. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't and I was like, yeah, there's never, you guys aren't going to. That's ever not be escaping on, yeah. San Jose. Not, that not, does not have not, any national yeah, play. I will never I go to shows like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's cool, <laughs> I'm never yeah. going to see you guys. Yeah, we have stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's, that's what cool. I mean. But like, it'll never leave, right? And you I know think, it was, um, uh, you know, it was really popping off in the mountains around the same time, actually, was a lot of sludge and doom metal. Mm hmm. <laughs> that was kind of our thing, is like these really just deep, fucking depressing insane low yeah, like yeah. guitar riffs and like Sunno. Yeah, yeah well Sunno no Sunno was out from Pacific Northwest actually. Um I'm talking about it's not like, my but that kind of shit really yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 kinda like bands like sleep 
yeah um like it was popping off in the mountains here around the same time that it was popping off in like england because england had i think like witch seer um fucking who else did they have because all that shit came out of uh came out of iron maiden or whatever what was that what was yeah, that it's like stoner metal black shit. metal band that uh fucking ozzy osbourne was in black sabbath black sabbath black sabbath, black sabbath. that's what i'm thinking of <laughs> um there was a there was a that that band by the way the the lead singer and every the that band i just remembered like had like a jimmy neutron brain brain blast uh <laughs> that fucking band was called <laughs> courtney and the cunt fuckers so there was absolutely no way that they were ever going to be like getting national play i don't know, you know about that man <laughs> like I know, but you know, some people want to be like local legends. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's kind of our thing here. Yeah, like yeah. this podcast, it's like, we're not gonna like. It's called Rock Hard Caucus. It's about Iowa politics. It's not like there's a limited scope. <laughs> kind of a national yeah. following. Uh, it's cool. It's cool because like in the in the Bay, you can't be a you can't be a local legend in the Bay Area because there isn't right. there isn't a local that lasts long yeah. enough out here. Mm-hmm. Right. That's one of the problems with like high churn, yeah, hyper expensive, hyper capitalistic. I looked it up, man, and I these guys have no play online. Yeah, they have, yeah, they there's have no nothing social, on there's Google. No social Google media. straight up returns like they, hey, there are not any good yeah. results for this, for and it's Courtney just and like pages yeah. and pages of like lesbian <laughs> porn. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were definitely not going to be searchable either. So that's another issue. Yeah, no, I'm, I, well, that's yeah, probably not an issue for them. You know, like they're yeah, yeah, that's what they're into. Yeah, word of mouth is probably yeah. <laughs> probably going to be mean, sufficient if she's cutting herself on stage. <laughs> The bay, the bay is a weird place because you can't really have like local, like even the Bay Area rap music scene, which is like nationally the only thing that we really have that kind of has any kind of real play in it. Even that essentially gets turned into like weird, like like weed crypto shit, mm-hmm. right? Where like yeah. the Jacka was the rapper that everyone knew and cared about for a really long time. Not Mac Dre, everyone knew about Mac Dre, but he passed away and like the jack is like kind of jumped into his shoes and then before he passed away he invented like a brand of weed called cookies and like everyone knows cookies now on the in the bay yeah. but it gets weirder because like now it's like they do nfts and shit so like cool. it escaped it escaped the velocity it's no longer about this local legend shit now it's about like this guy's a fucking you know, he's well, he before he passed away, his estate now, his estate now is just milking kind of like a more local yeah. version of what happened with Radio Shack, actually. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, all of that shit is the way that in the Bay, there is no way to remain the only way to remain like, like cool and like mm. unknowable and, and irrelevant in that sense mm-hmm. is to make yourself obtuse, right? Is to make mm-hmm. yourself unmarketable yeah, and yeah. unsellable, which is that is cool, you know, kind of. Yeah, that's what we're doing. That's that's why our our, yeah. our podcast is called Ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, you, what are you listening to? Uh, straight Ass Dog. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of the thing. Well, it's, let's let's just keep flowing. Tell us about your show, and this can be like your your plug. Like, what, right. what do yeah, you sure. what do you do? Why yeah, should so, people listen to it? We uh yeah. we we me and Marcos are the the two main linchpins of the ain't shit show. Um, we ain't shit. You ain't shit. Nobody. So there's three. There's three like there's three possible ways that the ain't shit show is gonna work. Yeah. Right. And this is what it is. I'm trying to do the ain't shit show like the Wu Tang. You know what I'm saying? Like the Wu Tang for podcast, where like once you come on the show, you're now a host. 
And now okay, you can okay. start your own. Yeah, we actually, I think we're up to like 30 right. hosts or something. Yeah. Now. So, so like That's if awesome. you guys end up on the show and then you guys want to like, like, Hey, actually our podcast is now the ancient show. You can do it. And now we have two yeah, simultaneous two ancient, ancient shows, shows running. Wow. <laughs> ancient show left parenthesis rock hard caucus. Yeah, you know what right I'm saying? Like that's the, yeah, that's the goal is to have like a ton of different ancient shows running simultaneously. So mm-hmm. much so that like in the future, when people start talking about podcasts, they're no longer called podcasts. They're just called <laughs> ancient yeah, shows. Just yeah, ancient yeah, ass. So like, oh, you listen, yeah, we're to about you listen to ass? Dude? Yeah, we listen to ass all the time. Yeah, which ass that's, you listen to? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> that's the... That's the future of, of that's yeah. what I want. No, but seriously, I think the, I think funniest... the best analog for us is basically just like we're we just kind of talk shit and we talk shit. we're <laughs> left adjacent basically because we talk to mostly people, I guess, on the left. Like our politics are basically, you know, fuck the cops, fuck the mayor. Like we're like fr- homies helping homies. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing, nothing's going to save us but ourselves. But also, most of the time, we are joking about, like, you know, dicks and I'm butts. Just, I, I discovered recently yeah, that I'm left compatible. of the Irish Republican Army. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm uh, left of the Irish Republican Army. That's not hard to do. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't. Like I'm trying to think like a little bit, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, yeah. they're but they're killing but they're the British. Kind of. Yeah, right? they're cool. Like, there's <laughs> yeah, a lot yeah. of cool. Yeah, they're shit doing going anti-imperialism. Yeah, 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 yeah anti-imperialism. Sure. You know what I'm saying? I'm to the left of that, though. Right? Yeah. Like, I'm. I'm. Who's the most left thing you could think of? Was like, you know, uh, I don't know. I'm. I'm to the left of it. And <laughs> exactly. Left Karl Marx. I'm, I'm, I'm so, left of whatever it is. Yeah, I'm the um, left. Yeah. Now, usually we don't really talk like I think we used to like. Um, at the start of the show, before I had come on, like the show was basically trying to be Chapo. Yeah. Um, and Marcos very quickly realized that he did not have like, but one of the three things that Chapo had, which was you have Sexism. to be funny, you have to be knowledgeable, <laughs> you have to be sexist, <laughs> uh, you have to be funny, you have to be knowledgeable, and you have to care about politics. And Marco realized he was no longer, he was not knowledgeable nor cared about politics. It, he was just, in fact, funny. Yeah, um, and, and, and even then, stretching that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> even even, even then, that is, is dependent on the day. Sure. Uh, um, I like to think of it as like um, the premier anti-racist podcast for yeah. For, uh, white for anti-white racist. Yes, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> right? you listen to the podcast, you will become Mexican. By yeah, proxy. you will become Mexican. It's like reciting the Shahada. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, uh, you there's a lot of like no there's there's a lot of homie lore. Essentially, someone recently, uh, someone in my real life who listens to the podcast is like, "You're the main character of the podcast," and I was like, <laughs> "What do you mean?" They're like, "You're the main character of the podcast," and I was like, "Um." That's a fu- it sounds like there's a story going on and then she's like it's fiction. <laughs> there is and I yeah your life and I was like fuck that's fucked up but essentially yeah the the podcast itself is a like window into my deeply unsettling psych- psychology right yeah I just I just kind of sit there and laugh at him <laughs> yeah and uh it's it's like I we do this thing where like an episode gets incredibly heavy and I talk about some deep shit that like will just give you don't scare the hose man yeah yeah, we're trying to get people i know listen but it'll give you like it'll give you like a mental you're like i'm trying to trick them into into this they have to learn this on their own listen okay but you're like on the verge of a mental breakdown just hearing you know 
the shit that I've gone through. And then all of a sudden Ivy will be like, and that's gay. And then, <laughs> then, we'll, and then we'll be right back to where we need You're to be. You're full of shit. Yeah. yeah <laughs> shut up. And then I, and then yeah, shut and then, up, bitch. Yeah, yeah. That's, and that's the pod. And that's, what's good about it is that <laughs> that's what makes the podcast listenable and fun. Yeah. I mean that, I think that's pretty much the recipe for any successful podcast is, yeah. Uh, good homies, yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean, homies. It's, will... it's a good listen. I'll say it's a good enough podcast that we convinced Chris Wade to come on, uh, oh. from Chapo. Yeah. So, and that's why you're here now. Yes, because yeah, he actually yes. mentioned because us Chris, to you. No, he did. <laughs> um, he did because like after the show, me and him were talking. He was basically like, "Hey, you know, you're like an aspiring producer. I'm an experienced one. Like, you know, whatever I can do to help, you know, try to get you on your journey." you know, feel free to hit me up any, any advice or anything like that. You need. So I was like, all right, cool. I will. And I did like a week and a half or two weeks later. And I was like, you guys just kind of happened to come up at the end of our conversation um, as one of two podcasts that he knows and, and likes listening to. And he recommended. So I reached out to you guys and uh, I think another show called beep beep lettuce. Okay. Um, I've heard of them. I've never actually yeah, listened to the show, but yeah. Never listen either. <laughs> yeah, so um, I'd reach out to you guys. We're like doing what we can to grow the show because we figure if we could maintain the listeners that we have over a long period of time, we could probably maintain a higher amount of listeners. We just need to like get more exposure to yeah, other audiences, yeah. basically. So in a sense, we're farming you guys for content, but... Yeah. Also, we are your content too. Listen, Ivy, you know, it's a cross. It's a cross. It's a mutual. Ivy is farming for content. Exactly. I'm trying to be your homie. All right, I have one. I listen. The entire <laughs> me podcast being your homie is implicit. The you entire the entire podcast can be summed up by my psychotic. I did. I do this every year where I like have one thing that I'm going to dedicate my entire for the rest. Like every year of my life after that, that's I'm just gonna. Yeah, man, yeah. I, I'm autistic. I understand hyper-focusing. Yeah, so you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. for me, I have a very simple one. I think it's the most simple one I've picked my entire life. I'm 32 years old, and this is the most clearest and the easiest, I think, and it's very accomplishable. But I simply just want to be everyone in the world's homie. That's yeah. it. Very simple, go. right? I want to be the friend of everyone in the world mm-hmm. right now, right? <laughs> and I think it's doable. And so part of that is having a podcast where I can reach more people to talk to them and encourage them to talk to me and make friends on the internet and just be friendly. Cause that's, that's the sauce, the, all the other stuff about like the jokes about like anti-white racism and all that shit on the podcast. It's funny, but it's not there. If that makes any sense. It's just things <laughs> that we, it's like one of those things where when you talk about a scary movie and you're like, what was scary about it? And then you talk about all the ugly, I don't know. It's a, um, yeah. It's the David, not David Lynch. It's the David Cronenberg. Uh, uh, like, it's how you, you know, like, oh yeah, there's a there's a part in the movie where the guy gets his arm ripped in half by a TV screen, and you're like, oh, that's weird. I want to watch that. That's what I'm doing when I'm <laughs> when I'm trying to present the oh, worst yeah. parts of the pod first. You know yeah, yeah. it's like it's like how you have to expose yourself to as much dark VUCA as possible in order yeah. to increase your light yeah. VUCA levels and to become yeah. a VUCA warrior. Yeah, yeah exactly. But yeah, you know, I I, For I have sure. a. I do have political opinions. My political opinions just are don't make any sense because that's fine. <laughs> because I am a schizophrenic. Because I have yeah. literal mental illness. Right? That's cool. Yeah, and yeah that's yeah, cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> very few people have coherent ideologies anyway. I mean, I don't even you... say it. like our we have a bent on our podcast for sure, but it's not like we disagree about stuff. There's stuff yeah. that you know, like we don't get into like dumb 
political theory. Listen, that's not fun. No, it's not. It's not fun. (laughs) Like the only people that find that fun are like insane people online, like like logo datalists or or people like that. You know what I mean? Like like people who have like legitimate brainworms that they've developed as a result of of Twitter and then just end up posting their own L's. I like online to think of myself, about it all the time because like to, they're that's all they can talk about and think about and obviously they need fucking friends and that's what we're about. I like I like to think yeah. of myself as a dangist, but like me saying dang, you know what I yeah. mean? Like every yeah. time. Dang it. <laughs> dang. Oh, every time, yeah, that's that's kind of like I'm a dangist, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's yeah. All right. Well, anyways, uh, yeah. Thank you. Shout out to Chris Wade for uh, bringing us together. Uh, Big shouts out to Chris <laughs> yeah. Wade. I think we're homies forever now. Yeah, so we are. Yeah. We're homies forever. Yeah. You guys are both Mexican now. Hey, cool. Yeah, congrats. Um, okay. yeah. That's an upgrade. Um, yeah. I'm not well, gonna. Yeah, I'm not sure how I'm gonna yeah. use that information going forward. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you can use it. Will people fine. believe me fine. when I tell them that? Do you think? Yeah, they will. Sure. Okay. They will. Yeah, absolutely. And on top well, of that, you know how many white people listen. They're they're gonna look at those red mud chops and go. Yep. <laughs> they're, gonna be like, so Jalisco? they're gonna look at you like soy Jalisco and you say see si. that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You're done. You're done, man. Um, no, like if you next time you need to do like a household project that involves like drywalling or like you know roofing, yeah, you get you get, you get like a, a stat you get bonus. A t- yeah, oh, you get like a now. Yeah. Nice. So, you know what I mean. So you're you're covered on that. Yeah. Um, you, Anytime you, you need to like do a, like uh, vegetable gardening. But yeah, like you, really fast, you yeah. have that ability now. Yep, you do get like a minus twenty points on your uh, FICO score, but everything, <laughs> <laughs> but everything else, everything else, it's pretty Listen, much man, a win. My, that, that shit, it was already in the tank. That's, for yeah, me. I, I think I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 like I'm need that's credit a, for it. Yeah, yeah. That's a fine yeah, trade. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Well. Uh, thank you to. The- I also do want to plug yeah. our Patreon, of course. Sure. Um, you could just give us a dollar if you want. Patreon.com forward slash the homie collective. We have a lot of like bonus episodes and stuff up now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm finally at a point where I can get and like collate all of the video that we've taken from the last like 20 episodes or whatever and start putting those up on the pod now uh, or on the Patreon. Um, and we got the RSS feed working finally. It yes. turns out Marcos was simply not posting the audio as an audio category. Yeah. Um, and that was pretty much it. That was the only fix. <laughs> was, all yeah. I had to do was change the category. We're good. We're run by professionals. We're normal. Yeah. yeah. You I can update, trust us. We, you can I trust like us a, with your time. You can trust us with your money. I do like a sketchbook <laughs> Sunday where I just upload all this stupid shit in my sketchbook. And some of it's funny and some of it is just whatever. But yeah, you can always take a look at that too. Just I'm trying to make content. And th- there's a lot of it in my brain, and it's just a matter of getting it out. I'm not it. trying to make content. I'm trying. I know to you're. Money. I know you're not. I'm trying to make content. All right. I'm trying to I have people. That, I need the green, homie. I'm, I'm trying to get people to give give us a dollar and being like, I feel good about this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's a charitable donation. Yeah. And I can promise. I can you promise. One hundred percent. Write it off on your taxes. I can, I'm, I can I'm promise you. Sure. None of none of the none of the proceeds to the podcast go to ISIS. No. And that is that is the homie guarantee. That's me. That it goes to yeah. <laughs> that is the homie guarantee. Uh, anyways, I just want uh, followers on on Twitter. So if you're listening, I just got you. <laughs> I got you, Marcos. Yeah, yeah. The Anter Show on Twitter.com. That's yeah, me. It took me a second to find it, but yeah. I, I found yeah. you. Yeah. All that stuff will Marcus be in at Professor Getter. I don't really care that much about the the followers. Yeah, that stuff's all going to be. I did go be... viral a little bit when I was eating dinner, though. That was nice. For viral for eating dinner. Oh no! While I was eating dinner, um, <laughs> you, so you know how Andrew Tate got arrested, right? Sure. Yeah. So the Romanian police 
posted like video and like stills from the video of them raiding his house or his brother's house actually Mm -hmm. um they had one where all the cops were just lined up at the door um so i just kind of posted that with the caption hello sir it's uh jerry's pizza here with your pizza sir (laughs) (laughs) and i think that i must be on a list or something because that got like a keffel's retweet within i think 20 or 30 seconds (laughs) interesting you got connections wow yeah no i'm being watched by people who don't follow me and it makes me very uncomfortable yeah yeah, <laughs> I don't like that view count. I don't. I don't want to know how many people are looking at that shit. Yeah, I love, I'm a little. I'm a little slut for the view count. I love seeing that shit. That shit is so cool. I don't like. I don't care if no one interacts. I know a million of you motherfuckers. Uh, look just at as long it. as they yeah. absorb yeah, the yeah. information, I'm yeah. doing psychic damage. The, yeah. the it's like yeah. walking around in your own home naked and like seeing if any of the people from the street like happen to look in your window at just the right time. Yeah, exactly. You know? It doesn't matter if they give you the thumbs up or not. They yeah, saw no, it. It doesn't matter if thumbs up, they saw it. The psychic <laughs> yeah. damage was inflicted. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we gotta we gotta wrap it up. I got a couple things that I, I wanna plug before we go. Uh first of all, thank you to everyone who called in. The number is three one nine eight four nine eight seven three three. If you would like to give us a play by play of a football game that we will then play two weeks later. That's great content. <laughs> Uh, and speaking of Oliver, uh, he he uh, is organizing a fundraiser uh, punk show at Public Space One Close oh, House cool. in Iowa City on January 7th. The fundraiser is for the striking ingredient workers of the BCTGM 100G local. Uh, and listeners to our show will recall Stella and I interviewed Chris Eby of that union a few months ago. That strike is still going on. It's 151 Shit. days in today, I believe. So, Please. yeah, if you can go out to that show and give them some money, or you can just give the strikers money without going to the show, too. All right. And I think we were talking about, like, weird, like, music no one listens to that doesn't have really an audience. Uh, so listen to Summer Tape by me and my friend Chris Emery. It's on my Bandcamp, justinkcomer.bandcamp.com. It's, like, 50-ish minutes of, like, keyboard improvisation weird shit. Cool. Hell yeah. I think it's really good, but I, I understand it has a limited appeal to a mass audience. <laughs> Pal, I make break or I know exactly what you're going through, man. Yeah. <laughs> I make Yeah, I know exactly what you're going through. I, I make gay house music. Also I, I also know what you're talking about. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> also I was a I, sound I play cloud rapper. With like, shit in my basement. Yeah. I was a sound cloud rapper for never years. Never release it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that, Evan. Uh, and uh, we're going to close out with some music that does have a bit more of a mass appeal. This is uh, Tough Ghost, a Des Moines surf punk band. You can find them on Instagram. Hey, must be Unicorns fans. It's a good band. You can find them on Instagram at Tough Ghost Band. <laughs> uh, or you can check out their bandcamp, toughghost.bandcamp.com. Uh, and this was submitted. I thought you were going to say it's a uh, stone or a cold by what's that band? <laughs> cold by Crossfade. Cross I was thinking Stone Sour for some reason, but yeah, it's yeah. Crossfade. Cold by Stone. <laughs> um, and uh, thank you to uh, Stone Cream. Thank you to Tough Ghosts percussionist Will Tarbox for submitting this music. If you would, if you live in Iowa, and you would like your music to be played on the show. Go to our website, RockHardCock.us. And click on that link near the top that says submit music. Thanks. Hell yeah. That's all. Uh, go listen to the Ain't Shit Show after you're done with this. Yes, sir.
Please listen carefully as our menu options have changed. For store hours, location, or fax number, press 1. For print, press 2. For text, press 3. For supplies, press 4. For furniture, press 5. For curbside pickup, press 6. To hear this menu again, press Thank you for nine. Local Thank you for calling your local walk-in house. To our dining guest, to our dining guest, we are looking our to-go orders and our to-go orders and are unable to answer the phone. Please listen carefully as our menu options have changed. For store hours, location, or fax number, press one. For print, press two. For tech, press three. For supplies, press four. For furniture, press five. For curbside pickup, press six. To hear this menu again, press 9.